Hello, and welcome to the Clink Tank. Cheers. Cheers. Yes, Clink. Clink. Oh, let's reach over. Yes. I'm Patrick Donahai. I am Robert King. And sitting in with us as our special guest host. Guest host this time. Say your name. Matt Bachman. Back. I'm back. Yes. Again and again. Rob White, he's on vacation. He will be returning. So we yeah, sitting in at the mic, we have our return, I return, return, guest. return, return guest. Three for three. <laughs> three for three. Nice. I'm here before, you know, my first episode comes out and you get all the, the negative comments. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep showing. Up, just Matt, keep just showing keep up. showing up. What are we gonna do if nobody likes him? Yeah. Oh well, that's that's for the world to decide. My guest arc. We've gotten the comments back, and ooh, they are not. Good. We could just stop telling him when we record. It's true. You just take, <laughs> we could just stop doing that. Just that take me off the group text. Is yeah. a possibility. <laughs> yeah. In this age of. Uh, Wizardry with we have the technology. We can't do it. <laughs> just no, don't have no to Matt is him. a delight, and I'm sure, sure the world will take him into their right. hearts as they as we have. <laughs> as you have. As, as you've been forced to. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna start off the, today talking about our concoction of the week. Uh which I am calling a whiskey tango fucked up. Uh it is uh oh, it is Fighting cock whiskey. <laughs> um, okay. With pineapple juice, uh, Verner's ginger ale, Verner's from my home state of Michigan, specifically Detroit, Michigan, uh, and lime juice with a cherry just for flair. Just for flair. There's also a lime in here. I said, well, that's the lime juice. It's oh. a slice of lime. There's squeezed. a slice of lime. Slice of lime squeezed with a cherry, thrown in as a bomb. <laughs> okay. And I find it delightful. I think it's good. <laughs> um, really my, good. My, this is my favorite drink that I've had uh, since I've been here, actually. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> and your favorite, too. Yes. <laughs> and now I would take over Lead Host. <laughs> I have poisoned uh, Oh, no. <laughs> I pulled the showgirls. <laughs> um, I give this uh, four and a half box stars. <laughs> Out of how many stars? Five. Five. Oh, that's... Well, I didn't know if your your rate was ten. I mean, no. it's good to know. That's, that's well, that would be a bad drink. <laughs> yeah. Four, four and a half out of five four box stars. Yeah. Box stars. That's well, Bach famous. <laughs> I am also. I also have something that I decided to bring with us uh, to uh, expand our cultural surroundings. So I bought a drink from the motherland, uh, Wurzburger. Wow. <laughs> it's a premium Bavarian beer. Ah, a premium Bavarian beer. <laughs> it's a Pilsner. It uh, is. Oh, it's a, I don't know what the hell this that This label was. contains not one but two umlauts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of umlauts. That's it's, a lot of um. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's not bad. It's not bad. You just want British yeah. there. <laughs> I can't really get... Yeah, I mean, I'm German's stop. a hard accent to German do. German is a hard accent to do. Oh, that is tasty. Yeah. That, that is, is tasty. That is good. That is good. That is good. You just have to do T words. So that w- is good. Yes. Where's a burger? If you want to sponsor us or give us things. Mm, uh, yes, please, burger. We would very much are, appreciate <laughs> We are sorry for these mock accents mocking <laughs> Germany. I think they are. I mine at least is very good. Mine's bad. It's bad. No, Patrick wins. <laughs> yeah. Four and a half box stars to Patrick. Yes, I need to I'll break that three. extra half box star. I'll give you three box stars. 
artist for the. <laughs> yeah. I don't want your pity box. You know the the thing about this whole Bach thing is it's so easy to fall into. It's true. He, he just has such a commitment to it. His ego is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, it, which reminds me, actually, of I think the worst use of the Bach brand. The I Bach guess. brand, I like that. Yeah, oh, which then I'll was, give you the best use. <laughs> I, I think it was the uh, wedding hashtag called Bach Bash. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. Actually, I like that to be one. honest with you, I did not come. My wife came up with it. Oh, you would well, think I just. I would think know, that I would be her well. Apparently, I, I thought you were gonna say when he started calling ad libs. <laughs> Bachman's. Those are bad too. <laughs> but for me, I do not like wedding hashtags anyways. I think that they're kind of like dumb. Is this like you don't like musicals? No, this is more like a more practical thing. Musicals, it's kind of like... Well, you don't care I don't, for hashtags, I period. I don't care for a lot of hashtags, period, yes. I, it's one of the reasons I don't use Instagram, because apparently you have to hashtag a lot, uh-huh. or people uh, you hashtag don't have a lot. You have to. Twitter, you do. Twitter, I don't, you I don't, don't. Really do Twitter. Twitter, sometimes. Like, I use Twitter a lot for work, but I don't like to use a lot of hashtags. So oh. I, I like hashtags when it's, like, for an event, like, yeah. hashtag the clink tank, you know, or hashtag, um, what's that beer called? Whatever that beer is called. But when you just say like hashtag sad, hashtag glum or something like that, I think that's, that's, or hashtag happy and the, the 20 hashtags. Yeah. There's too many hashtags. I think there was this great, well, you can make uh, anything a hashtag. I know you can make it. You have the technology. Hashtag box stars. I I did not like. I did not like the Bach bash mainly because I don't like wedding hashtags and I don't like how you put Bach in front of everything. But the so thing with the right. thing with wedding hashtags though, it, there is actually a utility to it. If you're taking pictures mm. and and posting them online, if you hashtag them, then all those pictures will then be organized. You can. Uh, you can go to that hashtag and see all the pictures from that event, from that wedding, from that whatever, underneath that hashtag. So that has actually sense to it. But like you say, hashtag sad, yeah. hashtag my dog, hashtag, yeah, you know, exactly. whatever is just useless. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's not a purpose to it except for being annoying. Same thing now, with Bach Bad. Now, my... <laughs> My, uh, did I say I was going to give the best you use? Give the best, the best okay, use. so the best use yeah. of Bach on something of the Bach I brand. can't believe of we're actually Bach talking brand. about this now. But oh okay, well, you're in you're in the line of fire. <laughs> you're Welcome not, to being a guest host. Yeah. Uh, the best use of it is um, Matt has the constitution of a small bird, and so <laughs> yes, I know where you're going. He tends <laughs> Wherever you are, to be cold. <laughs> he could be on the sun, and he'd be the person going, you know, it's a little chilly. Uh, do you have a sweater? <laughs> so we called this, or he actually, I think you came up with it. But I, I think I did, yes. Called it being a Bach bitch. <laughs> and I say that's the best use of that because it's very descriptive. It gets right to the point. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, like a little bitch. That's true. A Bach bitch. A yeah. Bach bitch. <laughs> so it 
did, but it still manages to make it all about him. That's what I. That's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. That's why I'm making this whole guest host thing a, a thing. Actors, actors. Oh god. Well, that's great. I'm going to change the subject to me then. Um, King of the segways. Yeah. Uh, mainly because I don't want us to be too derailed onto the Bach on the Bach train. We, so I'm going to derail we, it. We touched on it, and now we're. Moving I think on. it's good. Uh, no, I don't want to like give him too much airtime. <laughs> so uh, you were saying a couple of Yeah, I, 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 things have been really weird for me uh, lately, um, this past week. And I think it all boils down to the new video game I've been playing. And what is that? It's called Ark Survival Evolved. Oh. And it is messing with my mind. <laughs> uh, it's, How so? It's a survivor <laughs> game. It's a survival game where you're literally on an island with a bunch of dinosaurs. And you uh, are supposed to make a shelter, and you can tame the dinosaurs, or the dinosaurs will kill you. So it's it's think Minecraft, but getting murdered by dinosaurs. Now, is this like a cooperative game? Are you yeah, playing you can alone? play online. You can play online. Okay. You can also play single player, but playing online is probably the best. So it's part of your thing when you play online that you have to build a team or you know you do you know people? you don't have to build it you don't community? have to have a team there's no it's it's a lot like minecraft in that there's no real point i know nothing about Minecraft. oh well, minecraft <laughs> is um a game where you it's kind of like it's all blocky have you ever see people like yeah no i mean i i'm aware of minecraft yeah. but i don't know of the play but you're saying it's that arc is <laughs> It's not a play. Uh, I, I don't know of the play as in I don't know how the game oh, plays. Oh, okay. Uh, so Minecraft... Not it, thinking it's a play. Oh, okay. I thought you thought it was a play. So, so what? what's the main objective? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and that's the thing about... That's the thing about, like, the things play with... The same thing with Minecraft is that there is no main objective to it. The main objective is to, like build bases and build them bigger and bigger and bigger and kind of evolve essentially. Okay. So like you can like do bigger and better things as you go along in the game. Like for instance, first you make a thatch hut. You where you can only get thatch from like around the surrounding area. But then you upgrade to like a wood hut. And then you can make a stone hut and then a metal hut if you want to. Um but you just gotta go get resources and stuff. So Okay, so well, what's the objective of this game? Like, what do you do? Like, when there you isn't win? one. <laughs> but like, is, can you win the game? No. So it there's just, no winning. It just you just keep going. You just keep going. You eternity. build bases, and you tame dinosaurs. That's another fun thing. You tame. So you. Are so we you're have, like Chris Pratt. Yeah, we're yeah, pretty much. Yes, exactly. It's Jurassic World. It's Jurassic World. So you can tame uh, dinosaurs and make them. And create saddles and like make them do your bidding and stuff. Like, we have a multitude of T Rexes, which we use to go murder other dinosaurs. Uh, and there is also a PV. So there's a PVP, which is player versus player servers, and there's PVE, which is player versus environment. And we play on the player versus environment because player versus player, so, like other people can come and destroy your bases uh-huh. out of nowhere, and it's just like a game. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's but it's also it's also really messed up because you can spend hours and hours and hours on something. So, so this is like a grinder. It's like it's yeah. it's like and not the fun kind of grinder. This is like a straight grinder of where you're just like uh, I imagine it takes like so many hours to build up yes. resources to make your thatch hut and yes. 
And so you're just doing that over and over until you upgrade and upgrade and upgrade and upgrade, and then you can start to train dinosaurs and... Well, you can do that well as you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we have, like, certain plots that we do. Like, we try and get, like, the dinosaur's attention, and then... Like, for T-Rexes, we get the dinosaur's attention, and then we go back to our hut and we shoot it a lot until we get shoot it with, like, tranquilizer arrows. Okay. And then we, like, feed it meat until it becomes our slave. So... Mm-hmm. Mm, then it means <laughs> mm, it's literally what the <laughs> well it's tamed so it's like then we put a saddle on it and then we like you know ride it around so here's the thing can things. you like purchase upgrades or anything no you can't so this is a really bad business model I think for this game because you can play this game forever <laughs> apparently yes. and then you don't have to buy any other video game for the rest of your life well it's it's like most games where you don't have to, there is uh, downloadable content uh, where you can, and that's basically just kind of new maps and new, uh, like new maps where you can build new bases and new creatures and stuff that you can do, like that you can tame and do. Like for instance, we got in one of the expansions, you can get a uh, wyvern, which is like a dragon. So we can we have like dragons now, and you can use those to go m- murder things. So, it, but but what's interesting is that, and what's weird is because I've never played a game like this. I've played RPGs where you have like a goal. And you have like, all right, I'm going to level up my character, level up my character, and then I'm going to go do kill the boss and things like that. But I've, Or I play shooting games where it's like we're just shooting and whatever. But this has been like really therapeutic. I mean, it's just kind of like when you're not getting murdered by raptors, it's actually quite uh, calming. But it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. And so I know you, you wanted to go to board games real quick and you got a board game out. But I wanted to say the other thing reason why this has been a weird week for me and uh that's because i experienced joy um, <laughs> for the first time in a while okay uh the, in what form uh the washington capitals uh nhl hockey team uh got to the stanley cup finals now where this is okay so in real time we're recording this so by the time this comes out they've accomplished it at least at this point that we're recording, making it to the finals. Yes. So we don't know what Still the... Still big accomplishments. <laughs> we don't know what the actual outcome will be of that. Yes. Account, but that is a... You know, it's like an honor to be nominated. No, it's not just an honor to be nominated. Okay, so let me give context, because it's important. Um, the Washington Capitals have been awful in the playoffs. Pretty much Forever. Uh, except for the last time they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals, which was in 1998, when I was a junior in high school. And uh, they basically, they basically like got swept by the Detroit Red Wings, by your team. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone but the Caps. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Hashtag all Caps. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Hashtag when, rock the red. <laughs> when we got when we got Alex Ovechkin, who is the biggest, who's like one of the best kind of goal scorers, one of the best players, the cap, probably the best player the Capitals have ever had. Uh, everybody thought, oh wow, maybe this will be the year, and they they had such a great young team, but they never made it out of the second round. Part of it is because of Matt's asshole Pittsburgh Penguins. Hashtag asshole Penguins. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, they've lost to them, and the Penguins have won, I think, three Stanley Cups under Cro- Sidney Crosby, which is their... So, so other, more context. There's a lot of context. It's mm. just a lot. You just... Yes. All you are is context. I know. <laughs> just boil it down. I know. I know. So, no, no, but, but what's interesting is because uh, Ovechkin and uh, Sidney Crosby uh, both started in the league in the same year. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they've been, and the cat and the Penguins also already kind of beat the Capitals a lot in the playoffs, even before the Ovechkin era. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's just always the Caps would get to the second round, uh, and then they lose in, in seven games, usually at home because they'd have great regular seasons, but they couldn't get it done. And then finally this year, they beat the Penguins in Game Six because they at in Pittsburgh. Yes, I know. Because I they that. didn't want to, probably because they didn't want to go home for Game Seven, because they've been through so many Game Sevens at home, and so, and then they, oh wow, this is amazing! We got to the conference finals, and then they went up against the big, the best team in the league, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and then they decided to beat them in uh, seven games, and it was insane. I, I don't know what, I don't know what to feel now. Um, so yeah, no, that, I, you know. Um, Fun story that I will share. Yes, uh, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> um, so, Robert is my roommate, uh, as I've mentioned before, one of my roommates, and he is and one of my best friends, and has one of <laughs> yes, best friend. <laughs> best friend is a, a level, not a person. Oh. <laughs> a good point. So, um, and as long as I've known him, he's been crazy about the caps. Uh, and a big fan supporter of Alex Ovechkin. And he was like, hey, this guy is, you know, a brute, and he's a goon, blah, 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 blah. And I was watching, and, you know, in well, but in, he... in natural response, I'm like, eh, meh. He's, you know, he's he, not so much to look at, but a great player, okay. That's how I judge most things. What is what is the aesthetic? What am I seeing? Not only what are you doing, but what am I seeing? What are you showing me? So anyway, <laughs> I go to this spa where I, you know, take time for me to, you know, unwind, take a nice whirlpool, hit the sauna, hit steam room, just relax. And I'm there, and I'm just relaxing, and who comes in but Alan, Alex Ovechkin. As that, and I'm like, huh. And uh, he just walks by, just like, big old Russian bull. <laughs> just, I mean, just massive thighs and tree, like tree trunks. And just, you know, in fantastic shape. <laughs> and so after I leave the spa, I like call Robert. I'm like, yeah. That Ovechkin's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I thought it was because, oh, wow, because Ovechkin is one of those guys where he's a great goal scorer, but he's not a pansy like Sidney Crosby. Wow. Uh, yeah, shots fired. No, I'm just uh, saying, the use of pansy, come uh, on. Oh, we're not supposed to say that? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. All right, is, I'm sorry. Get, get out of here. <laughs> Damn it. I'm not host. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he, 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 uh, but he's very tough. He, like, like, checks people, which you don't normally see from, he's from a goon. very, yeah. But he's not, he's not a goon in that he is, normally goons are not prolific goal scorers. And Ovechkin is kind of different in that he's a very, very prolific goal scorer, but he also will get into fights he's with very people. Tough, yeah. Right? And he's very tough. So no, when, I mean, when he said that, I was like, oh, maybe it was because you saw him play or something. I was like, oh, did you see him play? Nope, saw him naked. Uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> was he with anyone or was he by himself? Uh, he was with this very pretty um, girl. Uh, uh, she, um, How to describe her? She kind of looked like dark hair, dark eyes. Uh, but 
very <laughs> Russian spy. Ooh. I don't know if that's you know sure. racist of me or what. I don't but think no. so. I but don't yeah. Think so. No. Okay. But she. Yeah. She was. She was hauntingly good looking. Oh, uh, well. Well, good for Alex Ovechkin. Anyhow. He's good enough in this world. I mean, I can see, like, that he would have good thighs because you have to, like, skate all yeah. the time. Yeah, no, he know? was not, like I said, he, he was, like, a big Russian bull. Yeah, just, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, bless, bless you. you. Excuse me. So, um, since we're talking about games. Yes. Yep. What I... I recently acquired a copy of a game that I had played with a friend of mine, um... Mike Kelly, uh, and quick background on him. He loves board games and actually has a podcast about board games. And we're going to have him on the show. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> but he has this tendency that he buys so many board games and, and will play something. And I would like get into it and then go back and say, hey, let's play blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, no, I, I sold that. And I was like, what do you mean you sold? He's like, I had to make room for more games. So, <laughs> so I, um, he had this one game called Mall of Horror, which is a uh, zombie apocalypse game where you and several other players are stuck in a mall during a zombie apocalypse. And the goal of the game isn't so much for you to kill the most zombies. It, the goal is to survive. And you get three representative player tokens. Um, one is a blonde cheerleader. One is ba a bad boy captain of the... I say captain of the baseball team because he's got to, on like a jersey or like a hockey... Or not a hockey thing. We were just talking about hockey. Like a baseball jacket. Okay. And then you have a brute. Wait. And they're... Hmm? You mean like like a Letterman jacket? Yes. That's for every sport. I know. That's what I'm saying. But I just because we were talking about hockey, that's what made me say. Yeah, but it's uh, not for baseball either. It's for every sport. It's for every sport. But if you look at the token, he looks like he plays baseball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. So, uh, and you have a brute. And they are... Um, they're, num they're weighted in... Uh, number you know like sure. uh, each one one is more uh is worth more points if they survive to the end and mm -hmm. the number of people you manage to keep alive is the uh how much points you have at the end and that's how you win the game by who has the most points okay so i hate to interrupt you i'm looking at the token right now matt sent it to me it is definitely a football player i mean the dude has freaking shoulder pads on you don't wear shoulder pads in baseball. Oh, those are just his shoulders. No, that's not his <laughs> There's also a very sexy cop in here. I would call this a Bachman. <laughs> a Bach cop. That is not a cop. He's a security officer. Oh, okay. At the mall. It's a mall. Dude. So, yeah. Oh, right. I still call that a Bach cop. I get it. <laughs> yeah, because it's, you know. Not it's still a Bach cop. It's not a real cop. <laughs> it's not a real cop, so it's a Bach cop. But anyway, so like the Brand number new. of tokens that you managed to survive with is how many points you'll have at the end of the game. Cool. And that's how you win. Now, the clever thing, or the thing that always stuck with me about this game is that uh, there's a rule. You you move around the board, which, it, which are um, stores in the mall. And uh, each store can stay safe until a certain number of zombies are like banging to get in. 
Um, and certain actions will cause more zombies to come towards mm-hmm. a certain space. Like the more people who are in a store uh, will draw more zombies towards that store. And if there are two of the female, I believe they're cheerleaders, the tokens that are so, female, more zombies will come. That is just sexist. faster <laughs> because sexist. supposedly they're in there screaming because okay. they're girls. Sexist. But <laughs> it is sexist. Sexism. But the game is a lot of fun and it the play is really easy and uh, it's a uh, the designer is like uh, Nicholas Normadon. How the fuck am I gonna know that? <laughs> <laughs> I have well, no it's idea. It's not you. It's, oh. uh, it's for the people listening who might want to look it up. I'm sorry, Nicholas to... Normadon. I don't mean to disparage <laughs> you your work. You play up to three, <laughs> like three to six players, or cool. four to six. Uh, usually, take game takes about an hour to play. Cool. Yeah, I mean, um, Matt was holding up a lot of the pieces of it during that. Thank you. For the listeners at home. <laughs> because, well, we were expecting you to Robert-splain so many things during yeah. that, you know. Uh, but, no. Well, I've never played it before. It's it Model Horror. It came fine. out in 2005. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. And that's that's my plug Sweet. for game of the week. Sweet. Survival is in the betrayal. It's in the betrayal. Oh, I like that. That's <laughs> it's a good tagline. Uh, Matt, do you have any games that you've been, uh, you know, doing? Or no? I do not. Do you have time to do games? I don't. Not really. Yeah, you've got. I so mean, many I have things. three games. I have. I just got an Xbox last year. Oh, that's right. And I have. Yeah. I, it's an awesome. I would use it more for Netflix and Hulu. But I have three games, which is Madden uh, Football, the most recent one, a baseball one. Oh, I, I thought Madden did the baseball one. No, Madden does football. Oh, okay. Like I didn't know that. Yawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, sarcastic. Oh, you? Oh. Yeah, I know that Madden does. Okay. I know about the Madden cover curse too. Does Patrick know yeah. about that? What? So uh, let's explain the cover curse. Sure. Though, Please do. Uh, uh, <laughs> Listen, just because every... Rob's not here doesn't mean this is going to turn to sports corner. <laughs> I think it is. I think that, that it is. I will sports not corner. stand for sports corner. Uh, no, uh, Madden. It's so, a quick one. So yeah, Ma- Madden basically well, is, saying it, so is the best. Is probably the best uh, football video game, and they come out with a new version every single year with updated rosters, and basically that's it. I think. That's new graphics, it. I it's, guess. It's pretty much the same thing. Uh, and they always have game. a cover of an NFL star, and they've had this thing called the Madden Curse, where if you are on the cover of the game for that year, then you will have a terrible season, or you'll get injured, or something. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, not funny. I mean, I mean that's horrible. Funny. That's horrible that that would happen. But I was gonna, I was just gonna relate that just earlier uh, this week, I heard somebody making a correlation between like football for straight people is to RuPaul's Drag Race for the LPGT community. That. I can see that. Uh, they both. Come I out cannot. Out. <laughs> so, you know, and there is also a curse of like winning on RuPaul's. Uh, drag really? race when you win at the snatch game competition. Wait, what? That person usually goes home the next week. So just that's like the cover curse. <laughs> what is the snatch I'm game? Fighting. What? Oh, the snatch. Here we go. The snatch game is a. It's RuPaul's version of the match game, which used okay. which was a game show in the seventies, eighties. Um, and there's now a new iteration going on right now, actually. I don't know if they got canceled or not, but it's still it may still be on. Stay on topic. But it's a panel game show 
where you have like six celebrities and two contestants and they'll give a question where a fill in the blank type question and you have to match your answer with as many celebrities on the panel that you can and that's how you win. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And so so, uh, the Snatch Game, their version is you have the contestants on Drag Race pretending to be different celebrities and then trying to be funny and give witty answers. Uh, Not so much necessarily having to match the faux contestants, but more so how funny and how well you do your celebrity impression. That sounds exactly like football. It is. <laughs> a lot of shoulder pads. <laughs> a lot, a lot, of, baseball, a lot of padding. Exactly <laughs> like football. <laughs> no, but, but uh, uh, can, I'm sorry, Matt. I just was like, oh, the. I mean, those the are cover li- curves, literally yeah. the only two games I yeah. own. And I did get a Back to the Future game because I love Back to the Future. Yes. But it's a really boring game because all yeah. it is, it's like a choose your own adventure. and But it's really cool because uh, Christopher Lloyd does the voice of Doc still. Oh, which really? Is cool. Yeah. When did this come out? Uh, five so, years ago, maybe. Oh, okay. Just Google and Back to the Future. The, <laughs> the guy that got to play Marty McFly sounds like Michael J. Fox. Oh, cool. It's not him. Yeah. Uh, but it does sound Fear just like him. Parkinson. <laughs> oh, wow. Fix wow. that in post. I'm sorry. I'm Fix sorry. that shit in post. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. Anyways, let's... Come on, it's been a while. Not, I mean, it's, it's been a while. Bad. He's still, still around. around. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's not letting it slow him don't, down. Don't, he's thriving. Just, we're just going to... Yeah. He, he didn't let it break his stride. Yeah, that's, yes. that's terrible. <laughs> no, but you, you, do, you do a lot of, uh, you know... Theater and everything. I do uh, do a lot of you theater. You said that with I such derision. Do, I do do. <laughs> well, I just I used to do uh, theater, but then I decided I don't like it anymore. <laughs> so I, I also have a job where I, I have to work uh, late nights sometimes. Well, why so. don't you like it? Well, I don't know. It was just like I'm like there was a lot of unnecessary drama with some of the last shows that I did. Well, that's and all. That's all theater. That's all theater. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, why do I want to put up with this anymore? I'm not going to. But if it, and. If you're able to to do that, to walk away and say, I don't, you know, then yeah. then it, it's not for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and theater, I think any kind of thing that you put yourself into, you have to, and you're giving up your extra time and money and resources and talent, you have to have a love for it or else it's just going to become another job another burden another thing that makes you go oh i've got to go do this you know i know for myself even shows that have been very taxing to get through as far as like rehearsal process or even just show itself where you get there and you're like this isn't the best script at the end of the day, I still get to be on stage and perform and share what I love with people who come to see it, and that makes it worth it. No, it, yeah, I agree with you. It reminds me actually of a um, part in the Disaster Artist where they're uh, talking about this is the movie about the room, the the chronicling of the room, 
and they're talking about the the mother, I think, who had cancer, and then it goes uh, away. Yeah. <laughs> then, yes. Well, it, the results are in. I have breast cancer, brain cancer, brain cancer, and then we're never, never coming back to this. <laughs> but she's talking if, about for those who are listening, and if you don't know the room, it's by a film by Tommy Wiseau. And it is one of the best worst films ever made. It is insane. It's a delight. It is insane. Yeah, so, I actually, I'm sorry to, to cut you off, yeah. but just on the room, I went down the wormhole. I actually talked to you guys about The Disaster Artist because I like everyone in the cast of The Disaster Artist. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you should watch The Room just to get, you know, a good background. So I watched The Room and I was like hooked. I went down the wormhole of all wormholes. I went and bought cool. the book for The Disaster Artist, read oh, the wow. whole thing in really? like two weeks. Yeah. It was very good. The book was very good. I saw the movie twice and I they have a web series um, like where are they now and it's all the it's everyone but Tommy and um, what's his name Greg, Mark, Greg. And, and where they are now like um, Denny the actor is now like works as a waiter at Denny's and <laughs> and he's no. like living in a trash bag it's really funny it's really funny wow. so, so uh, but th- that's why I was uh, coming back to that what made me think of that is because uh, the and, and the disaster artist is the kind of the behind the scenes um, uh, making of the room. Essentially, it, it stars James Franco and his da- and his brother David. Uh, and David Franco plays Greg at and, the height of the Francaisons. <laughs> it was. It, it, it went downhill <laughs> after that. <laughs> after after uh, yeah. So, uh, but they they uh, but. He's Greg is Dave Franco's character is talking with uh, the woman who plays the mother and saying you know she said she has to go from so and she has to go from like some place far in California I'm not from California so I don't know it but she's like I have to come from here I have to go do this and it's you know it's and he says why do you do this why do you go through this I mean you have a husband well not not you have a husband but you have a, a comfortable you know, you're you're comfortable. You've got you know. Yeah, your like, life is set. You know, you she yeah. has a husband. She has, uh, a, she lives in a nice house in a nice area. Yeah. Go ahead. No. Uh, but um, <laughs> thanks for it's the Patrick's planning. Yeah. Uh, but she said somebody has to do it. <laughs> so she said, uh, and so he's like, well, why do you do this if you know you're you don't if you don't need to essentially. And she's like, well, because we're actors, Greg. Because this is what we do. This is what we love to do. And it's, and it's great. It's great that you guys like have this commitment to uh, the craft and everything and doing that. Um, but you know, it's just, yeah. Thank you. Ugh. Well, I will say, like, um, I hate the rehearsal process. I know I'm, it's a bad thing to say <laughs> about the actors, or an actor shouldn't say that. But I know, and I know it's a, a, a necessary thing to get a good show but i love performing in front of people yeah but like the the month or two months before and you have to just rehearse um that is something actually i do not enjoy i would yeah the one the the productions that have the shortest rehearsal process for me are always yes just the best because you it means that Everybody is also kind of heightened. Right. Like exactly. If, if they're you have on their less game. time to do it, then people are not futzing around. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're on their game. Um, and, you know, actors 
I think are like moths. Like it is as long as the light is intense, they're in there. They're <laughs> right up at it, trying to you know get at it. Yeah. Right. But if you give them an opportunity to wander, you know, it's so, true. Uh, this is a good uh, good question. Self included in that analogy, <laughs> not just any other actors. So, this, but this is a good question because like like both of you, I think, have done some film and TV stuff. Um, what is that? And, and I, I really haven't. The one time that I did was when uh, our friend Steve, who was back at, who was back at like uh, Steve, who who was the oh, previous yes. guest, uh, you know, had some like who's only here once. Yes. <laughs> this is, this is I true, seized man. my opportunity. Did not. Yes, did man, you do true. something to? <laughs> Steve, because he was supposed to come today too. <laughs> bum, what? Bum, bum. <laughs> I don't know. But but it's just it seems like I mean when you're doing when you're doing like filming things, and I mean this might seem like naive or, or just very. Uh, uh, but it seems like I mean you're not doing it in front of people or anything like that. You don't have an an audience really to feed off of. So what what is that like? And it's also a bit different because you got to do like different angles and different takes. And so, yeah, you don't get the instant gratification that you do. Um, on stage, yeah. but the the turnaround point of that is that there's like no rehearsal. You just you show up knowing your thing. You film for a few hours, um, and you do short shorter segments too. Yeah. it's like you don't have to memorize, and you do it out of sequence. Um, so that's a little bit difficult. But you also, if it's a comedy, um, you make the people around you laugh. Like you can see off camera they're stifling it, but you're still making them laugh. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like a that's kind of like some sort of instant gratification. Yeah, you have the people you have the people in the room to play off of and sometimes if you're doing a scene where it's uh, you're the only one on camera and your fellow actor is kind enough to say, "Hey, you want me to just stand here so you can mm. say your lines to me just so that you're saying them to someone and not just to the camera or the cameraman or whatever." That helps too. Um, but yeah, it's it's a double-edged sword. Like I said, the advantage is that you get to just go and do it there in the room and it's done. But the disadvantage is you get to go and do it and it's there in the yeah, room and exact, it's done. Exactly. You've done it and whatever you've done is it's the on choice. That's on it. Film, yep. Yep. When you're doing something live on stage, you can say, oh, that felt wonky. Maybe I'll try it slightly different this way or maybe I'll you know, adjust to whomever's in the room. But... Nope, you don't get that when it's when that camera has captured that moment. That moment is gone. And an editor. <laughs> wow, that was. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna cool. say an editor does also is kind of like acts for you, um, because I remember True. doing a scene where I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if that was good," but the editor cut it in such a way I was like, "Man, I nailed that scene. I'm amazing. <laughs> amazing. Why am I not doing more?" <laughs> Do you guys, would you guys, if you had to choose, I mean, you know, money and stuff aside, I guess. uh, (laughs) Aside. But, you know, it's like if you had to choose between, like, oh, I want to do a play or, like, a musical or something, and uh, you want to, you want to do, like, or, like, oh, Netflix wants you to go be, like, a vampire or something. Netflix, Netflix, 100%. (laughs) I didn't even say what you were doing. Okay. You'd solve mysteries. Oh, I got a dog. Solve mysteries. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. And it's Netflix. I'm you have it. a dog, too. <gasps> Mystery-solving vampires? Ooh, oh, I like that. 
I think we got a, an idea brewing. Here. I do have an idea. It's kind now. of and it's kind of a buddy road thing. Ooh. Matt and I are vampires, and we solve mysteries in yes. different towns. Oh my god! I love before this they idea. discover we're vampires. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we never solve the case because we always end up eating our prey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another case gone, I guess. But we're delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Okay. That's weird. Uh, I want a creator credit on that one. Uh, so. so now you can totally eye. be the showrunner. I know. I, I don't want to be a showrunner. I want to be a producer. You don't do anything, but you have your name. And you're like, ah, I'm a producer on this. That <laughs> is classic Robert. That is classic, yes. <laughs> classic Rob. It could be like a catchphrase that you guys have. <laughs> Classic Rob. Classic Rob. But you spring. have to Rob find a way to Rob. fit it in. Oh, yeah, You're Robert. Robert. Damn it. That's another thing. <laughs> I hate being called Robert. I mean, Rob. Well, do you want to be called like Bobby? No. Uh, never. No, he, he messed up. He hates being called Rob, but he's referred to himself several times as Rob. No, Rob is fine. Rob is fine. I hate being called Bob or Bobby. That's really... Or Robbie. Yeah, but, Robbie. Now, I might call you Robbie. You're not, to me, a Bob Don't or Bobby. Don't ever call me Robbie. 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 I love Robbie. Yeah, Robbie's love a good name, Robbie. I'm not I mean, asking for your opinion on the name. I'm telling you, like, you know I'm not going to be called it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that you think you can think it's the greatest name ever. I think you could carry off Robbie. No. Yeah. I had a dog named Robbie. <laughs> wow. That was uncalled for. <laughs> that, was, that was just... Six ad post. Yeah. No, that was fine. No, it's and fine. And I want to stop just, you all now from this idea of me fixing shit and post. I already do <laughs> too much for this podcast. That's you the, all just basically show up. That is true. I do everything else. Hey, that is hey, true. I do things sometimes. I'm like, hey, I'm not technically on this podcast, so I can't do anything. <laughs> He's very sad. He's not on the T-shirt or anything. No. Speaking of which, we're gonna sell T-shirts. Oh, are we? Oh yeah, that's right. We are. Can I? Can I be like on the back? Like in the distance. Patrick, we'll, put you, we'll put you on the sleeve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sleeve. With Rob, with Rob, Robert, and Patrick, and also to a lesser extent. Matthew. <laughs> <That's not mine. laughs> yeah, I, I uh, no, but that's it's it's interesting. It's an interesting like just weird kind of kind of dichotomy because it's like yeah yeah you guys say Netflix because it's like you're on Netflix and that will lead to like you know fame and fortune and like you know money and stuff but like if you weren't if you're getting paid like the same amount and the exposure was the same thing like in terms of process would you choose film or or stage or stage I would choose film just for this a because I haven't done as much I've done so much theater I haven't done a ton of film Um, another thing like Broadway, I mean, yes, I would love to be on Broadway, but doing eight shows a week for months, maybe years, just, I was going to say, and you're tied into at least like a yeah. year contract unless they fire you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that just seems like, I'm like, oh my, even if I love the show, I don't, I don't know if I can do that. It just seems, that seems exhausting to me doing the same show every single night. The, um, thing with me and I, <laughs> like in so many aspects of my life, I want both. <laughs> yes, I will take both. I want, you know, I ideally I would love to have like a sitcom on the air, movies to shoot on my hiatus, and then take a year off to do a stage show. Yeah, <laughs> that would I, be the dream. And do, <laughs> and do podcasting. And you still know? be podcasting. Oh, yeah, yeah, podcasting. Absolutely. So you, you want like Hugh Jackman's life? It seems. 
Or just Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> if only he would go to Spa World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would seem, I would seem like it would be kind of funny if like Hugh Jackman walks in there and you're like, you're Hugh Jackman, right? He's like, oh yeah, mate, I'm from Australia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, is that is on that is, Hugh Jackman. That is a five I, star box. I, I thought right. he was here for right? a like, moment. All right, I got, mate. I got a quarter. <laughs> I, I got yeah. so nervous. Yeah, it, it's. It, I think it's great too. So fun story. I used to work uh, with one of my very close friends. Her name's Margaret. Hey, Meg. One. Anyway, uh, she was the biggest Hugh Jackman fan. Had like <clears throat> super fangirl crush. And so I was in New York, uh, and I went down to like the um, the wharf, the 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 piers. They had just like started their renovation and reopening them, and I was down there just hanging out. And I turn around and I, uh, this little kid whizzes by me, and like I said, we're at the we're on the piers, so I'm like, whoa, whoa, and I he was adorable, big curly hair, uh, about tannish my complexion. I know you can't see me. I'm like a, I'm like a coffee with uh, cream. Oh, I can see complexion. you. Thank you. <laughs> and so anyway, like he whizzes by me. I'm like, hey, kid, be careful. Slow down. And all of a sudden I hear this Australian accent go, Oscar. <laughs> and I whip around. And I'm like, motherfucking Hugh Jackman is oh. 10 feet away from me. And so I immediately grab my phone and call Margaret. And I'm like, Margaret, guess what? Hugh Jackman is and before I can even get the sentence out of my mouth, she's like, "Shut up!" And I'm like, "I'm like, I'm gonna go over and take him the phone and have him." She's like, "No, no, don't, don't! I'll vomit! I'll vomit!" <laughs> so, so I didn't because I didn't want her to vomit. Oh, but uh, I'm like standing there and I'm like, "Wow, Hugh Jackman, right there! He looks fantastic." So was he doing a show on Broadway at the time? Yes, he was doing the Boy from Oz. Oh God. Okay. Um, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he was doing the Boy from Oz. At he the was time. Ama- best performance I ever saw on Broadway. Was oh, him. and one of my favorite uh, Tony hosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just you know, and may- he can do it all. He's so crazy to go from Wolverine to Boy from Oz, and it's so different. Completely believable in both, yep. and not, a- and that's to me a true actor. Yeah. You can do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you totally envelop a character and. That's, you know, kind of like what the old movie stars had to do. You had, you know, you had to be able to act, sing, dance, you know, yep. do it all. Triple threat. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he is the triple threat, actually. Absolutely. He can dance triple yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He so is. He's, he's one of the true, one of the few, like, Hollywood triple threats, mm-hmm. I think. Because there's not many, like, you know how there's... Zac Efron. But don't don't make fun. <laughs> Zac Efron is amazing. I mean, um, there is High School Musical, I guess. There's like, in that. Yes, high, all three High School Musicals. Oh, all three! I forgot about yes. the sequels. Yes. 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 <laughs> now I haven't heard him sing, but also Chris Hemsworth is. Has, can he dance? He can dance. Oh, I didn't know that. And he's funny. Yes. Uh, true. And you know, I. It's not one of the threats. That goes under acting. Yeah, okay, so he can dance and act. Like I said, I haven't heard him sing yet, mm. but uh, he's just damn pretty to look mm. at. So, so uh, speaking yeah. of Hemsworth, <laughs> I actually saw a weird movie on Netflix. Well, it wasn't very good. Uh, it was fine. I watched it just because Simon Pegg was in it called Kill Me Three Times, hmm. and it's an Australian movie, 
And I was just like, well, I'm bored. I'm just going to, like, putz around and I'll watch this movie. And it's about... A, it's kind of like about this... Uh, the, the Simon Pig plays a hitman, but it also stars Luke Hemsworth. Oh, yes. There's a Luke. Yes, there's, there's a, a Luke. Luke. And he... To the Google! He did not get the genes that his no, brother's he got. <laughs> he was not as attractive as his not brother's. He played... Um, oh, he's uh, in Westworld, too. He's in Westworld. He played Thor in Thor Ragnarok in the play version with Matt Damon. What? Yeah, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, I didn't see uh, Ragnarok yet. Oh, you didn't think Ragnarok? No. I mean, oh, my God. It's, it's coming so on Netflix good. soon. I'll watch it. By the time this episode airs, I'll have seen it. Okay. So, anyways, but uh, it was a... Uh, and it was an Australian movie. It was a, oh, it was an Australian movie well, that they, that they okay, had. No, but compared at, to Chris and Liam. Yes, but you can definitely see the, the family the resemblance. Yep. He is the Adam Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's just... <laughs> Chunky but funky. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, he but he's got the Hemsworth jaw and eyes. That, yeah. And like, yeah, like he's attractive. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. He's a Hemsworth. Oh, my God, he's so much shorter than Chris Hemsworth. You see him? (laughs) There's a picture of them together, and he is like a head shorter than Chris Hemsworth. Well, I mean, Chris Hemsworth is like a god, obviously, because he's Thor. And his brother, uh, the one, Liam, Liam, he's an attractive guy. The other famous one. He's like, I would say he's like kind of a step down almost. But I think, what's his name? Luke is just way down. There. So, so, here's the thing. Yes. Like, I, if you were at a bar and oh, totally. Luke Hemsworth comes up to you and starts chatting you up, and you'd be like, hey, how's it going? No, you're, yeah, yeah, I'm digging you. You're into it. And then his brother yeah. walks in and you go, oh. <laughs> Did you go get a Sarkoats? <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> okay. That's a horror move. I wouldn't do it. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if Rob were here, he would be like, be a whore. <laughs> do I mean, it. That's what I had with my brother. Because my brother, when he was younger, and we're both younger, um, he was just like a really good looking guy. He looked like a young Tom Cruise. <laughs> no. Andy, don't listen to this. No, no, no. Um, I'm kidding. And I was I'm, basically I'm Chris Farley in a and a, a high school um, at the age we of high know, school. We know, Matt. You lost a lot of weight okay. since high school. Whatever. Whatever. We know. But girls would come up to me and say, oh, Matt, you're so sweet and so funny. If you look like your brother, I would totally date you. Wow. Right? Those girls were assholes. I know. Bitches. Those were bitches. Terrible people. <laughs> yeah, Matt. You, you, you've definitely came a long way. Yeah, um, but when I first met you and you like, uh, you pulled out this, a picture, I think from your your high school picture, or mm-hmm. either is like your prom picture. It's my or yeah, my senior picture. And I was like, "You do not look anything like this." <laughs> you know? I used to use that as a pickup thing. I'd be like, "Hey, do you want to see Matt 2000?" And they'd be like, "What?" And I flip it out. Matt 2000. And like, who's this? I'm like, "It's me." And then I talk about weight loss, and then and then I try to get their number, and then they just walk away. <laughs> Maybe. Wait, did you get the maybe, number? No. Maybe because <laughs> don't you use it. it as a pickup line. Yeah. Maybe because you were starting with a picture of your fat self. <laughs> your fat self. It was and a conversation then, starter. And then women could be like, oh, maybe they could become fat again. The I don't know. opposite of a dick pic. <laughs> exactly. The opposite of a dick pic. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. I, I um, yeah. So that's what, is that what you're watching? 
Was that your watching? No, the one I'm watching is is equally terrible. Oh, um, but I can go into that right now unless you want. Oh no, I think it's time. Did you do my segment? Nope. For Robert's PSA. Oh, Robert gets one. Okay. So I, uh, you're. Sure, what? you want to do this? Yep. I mean, yep. I, it's not as it's happening. Well, I put mean... the music in post, and uh, <laughs> or you we're could doing just this. Cut it in post. Uh, it's you know, I don't, told don't. you all to stop talking about all the shit I can do in post. Well, this is I'm this is do. happening. Okay. Hello, everyone there in listening land. <laughs> Would you let me at least set it up? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here we go. It's time for Roberts. PSA. Go, Rob. Hi, everyone in listening land. Uh, I'm taking over for Rob today because he's out, uh, but I thought that we should always have a PSA uh, because it's a good public service announcement. Um, Oh, really? And my public service announcement to you is don't use emojis. They're stupid. All emojis are pretty dumb. Did you know there was a whole movie made after emojis? And it did really, really well at the box office? Don't do that. Don't, <laughs> well, don't ever Google use emojis. I yeah. don't think that's true. No, there was a, um, an emoji movie, and it was terrible. And, but it like literally it was one of the most worst-reviewed movies ever, but it did very well at the box office. So what, what also brings this up uh, for me is that... Uh, there's some type of thing that you can do things to text now, where you can laugh at a text or dislike or up like a text. I don't know what is that called. On on iPhone, I know that you can you can like or laugh. It's, yeah, but what is that? Is that like comment? A, okay, that's terrible. Don't do that either. So don't do emojis, bit strips, or comments on uh, text because they're all stupid. Um, it, the comment one on the text is honestly what grinds my gears the most because I get like I, I, I get an alert Hold for, on, is this still your PSA or are you now commenting you on your PSA? It's a combination of both. It's 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 So end your PSA. No, I'm not ending it. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it going. It's happening still. Anyway, so that but because it's like you you say, Oh haha, I liked your text or something. But it's like I get an alert that you said haha, or you did disliked or liked the text, and it's like I get an alert and I think that I'm getting a new text. So I go to it and see, oh, okay, I guess this is a new text. It's not a new text. It's some, you know, one of your friends or guest hosts for podcasts who yeah. thinks that they're going to become so, regular hosts. Am I not a friend? And uh, Patrick's giving me the wrap it up sign, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Thank you. So, uh, Hold on. <laughs> Robert's PSA is the view of Robert and Robert alone, not the clay tank. Robert's PSA comes from a place of anger. <laughs> and and frustration. Frustration and spite. So please write your cards and letter to Robert. At the clink tank. Yeah, don't 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 use any of the stuff now, I just said. We can all talk about Robert's PSA. <laughs> See, until you finish the PSA, we can't comment. Yeah, I don't. So when I you're don't... asking us questions, we can't talk because you're doing your PSA. I didn't know that that's the format. So... Well, it's your first time. We understand. Yeah, yeah it's my but first thanks, time. I mean, I need the format. Good job. And I'm Mark. a guest host. <laughs> I hate this podcast. <laughs> okay, I'll take your but, spot. Well, but well done for for filling in for the for the PSA. Thanks. Yes. Now <laughs> about your embargo on emojis. <laughs> I wouldn't call it an embargo. I would call it a prohibition, <laughs> a blanket prohibition on emojis. So here's my and bit strips. Here's my thing. Uh, emojis allow the. 
person texting to add context uh, to the to their voice. It it it's a tool to say, you know, hey, I feel this way, I feel that way. I mean, it it's because when you text someone, they can't hear your inflection. They can't see your face. I have been <laughs> I have been accused so many times of people thinking I'm angry because I'm very concise in a text. So I, you know, for the longest time, someone would ask me if I went to do something and I respond, sure. Just and the word, like, oh, sure. Wait, it's like, I, and, he hates me. And then, yeah, yeah. people would come back to me, are you mad at me for some reason? Like, no, why? It's like, if you would ask me in person, if I want to go to the movies, I'd say, sure. So I would text that. But then I had a person explain it to me. And so then I started sitting... Uh, whenever I had a one word or two word answer, I would back it up with a thousand emojis <laughs> and people thought it was wonderful. I would get text better. I would get answers back. Like, I don't quite understand what you're saying, but yay. <laughs> yeah. And if you say like a joke, but you like, you're being a little sarcastic, you do the little winky face. I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. The like, only Robert, you're a tool. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> and as for the emoji movie, uh, it got a 35% on Rotten Really? That's higher than I thought it would be. <laughs> it is. I... Uh, it apparently cost... Uh, oh. It's an animated movie. $50 million to make. The yeah. budget was $50 million. Oh, shit. The box office was two hundred and seventeen point really? eight million dollars. Stop using emojis, America. So technically, yeah, <laughs> yeah that is right. a hit. That is a hit. That's a gigantic That's crazy. hit. Because I, I I heard about the emoji movie through uh, a, a Washington Post article that said this is one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> and, and I agree. And uh, it. It was terrible, and it's like oh, it's no. not only that, but also bit strips. Bit strips are terrible. I'm not going to get into that too much because I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Jesus. But anyways, don't do that. No, what I was, what my my shock and awe sound was not that what over that. It was over the cast. It's T.J. Miller, James. It's Gordon, a great cast. Patrick Stewart, Anna Ferris, Christina Aguilera, Sofia Vergara, Maya Rudolph, Jennifer Coolidge. This is like. And it just keeps going. It should have been a good movie. It should have been. It, it, I won't watch it, it ever. It, it, but. it does remind me, though, that just because a, an animated movie has, like, big names in it doesn't mean that it's good. It's a good movie. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Uh, the uh, best the best, the best, best thing I remember always for animated movies was Chris Rock. When wait a minute. Was, I'm sorry. Wait, what? Rachel Ray. Was this movie? Rachel Ray? <laughs> oh, man. No, you were saying Chris yeah, Rock. Okay. Well, Chris Rock was just on the Oscars, and he was talking. He was introducing the best animated movie, and then he's like, "Oh, this is what it's like to be in a movie because be in an anim- a voice in an animated movie." And he's like, oh, "Okay, what should I say now? Uh, go to the store. Let's go to the store." It's like, "What do I do now?" It's like, uh, "Say, let's be friends. Let's be friends." And then they give you a million dollars, and it was just such so great. But anyways, yeah. That's uh, my PSA. Okay, Matt, you mentioned something about having something to share. Ooh, so a a new segment. (laughs) Wait, what? What? So, um, it's a guest segment. It's a guest. (laughs) It's still a statement. I have to get another beer. I'll be right back. Okay, I'll set this up. 
Uh, and Patrick, I will start. So um, I'm big into celebrity crushes. I feel like that's actually, you know, that kind of is like an inside peek into your soul of what you like. So I'm going to call these uh, Bachman specials. No, I'm going to veto that. Right, and we'll fine. stick with celebrity we'll stick, crushes. We'll stick with celebrity crushes. Fine. All right. So um, for this, and we'll tell Robert when he's back, is I think we should pick a, a man and a woman. Okay. Um, and um, do some runner-ups to the... Do you want me to go first? Sure, or? yeah. Set us up. All right. So my... Um, I have a top five, but I'll just do my, my two runner-ups. <laughs> my first one is Kate Beckinsale, hey. who I think she gets prettier with age, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, my second... My, ne- my next runner-up is January Jones. Um, so wait, I have a question. Yes. Okay, so as you're naming these, yes. are you naming... Third place, second place winner? Yes. Are you going... Okay. So it's third place, second place. So third place is Kate Beckinsale. So Kate Beckinsale so was third place. Place. Yes. Second place... January Jones. Okay. Um, I, January Jones, I always thought was pretty. My wife, I feel like, looks like January Jones. That's when I said... That was literally the first thing I said to her when I saw her. Because we met on OkCupid, the old-fashioned way. And... Um, <laughs> it's the old-fashioned way. It's a sad state of <laughs> <laughs> And I remember seeing her, and her pictures... Look, she was very cute in her pictures, but when I saw her in real life, I swear to you, my face just started sweating, Aww. and I went, oh my God, you look like January Jones. Literally the first thing I said to her, Aww. and she still stuck with me. And then my number one woman, so Robert, I said we're going to do a woman and a man. Oh, we do? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Woman is, is Kristen Bell. She is my number one. She is really pretty. I follow her on Instagram. She is super funny. Right. She has such a great personality. I wish I knew her. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into here. Go. Kristen Bell. Yes. I'm gonna ask you to for, on a scale from well, we'll, we'll the box sti- stars. We'll stick with box stars. <laughs> scale from one to five box stars. Oh, yes. Appearance. Oh god. It's Appearance. Be a thing. Appearance. Five box stars. Personality. Five box stars. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow, I, you are I, like. I think she's. Set. She, Kristen, rings your bell. She <laughs> rings my bell. Maybe she'll listen to this podcast and say, hey, why don't you. We'll tag her in it. Yes, tag her in it. Sure, why not? Uh, okay, Robert, top three celebrity oh, crushes. Um, shit. Female. Uh, <clears throat> uh, all right, number three, I think, would have to be Margot Robbie. Uh, okay, she good choice. Is not only. Really stunning, but she's also really, really talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's a beautiful woman, and but she's also like, I, like I think she's a great actress. Like I thought she was the best thing about Suicide Squad. I thought that yeah. she was great in I Tanya. I think she definitely deserved her Oscar nomination for that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, third would be her. Second, um, shit, what the heck would it be? Hmm. Uh, uh, well, maybe Margaret is your first. Maybe no, Margaret. You know, what? I'm just gonna go with two for right now. I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with two. So Margot Robbie will be my second one. And my first. I knew what my first was gonna be. My first is Anna Kendrick. Oh yeah. <laughs> what, like one in four. Oh no, no. Second, second would be uh, Natalie Portman. Uh, second's Natalie Portman. Okay. She's really uh, beautiful, uh, and she's also really uh, talented and seems super smart um, as well. Uh, but uh, my first would also have to be, I think, Anna Kendrick because she just like her personality is 
like crazy hilarious and she's you know she's so, also a beautiful girl but she's she also actually really kind funny. of has your dry sense of humor yeah mm-hmm. definitely so it's so funny because Natalie Portman and Anna Kendrick I think could play sisters I yeah <laughs> I, I, yeah, maybe, I totally maybe. think I can I see know. them playing sisters I mean they're very similar types I mean and, and Margot Robbie is is like the 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 stand alone. Margot you know? Robbie is a bit more like the Scarlett Johansson like bombshell type of category, mm-hmm. um, and I like Scarlett Johansson, but like I think Margot Robbie's a better actress. Although I didn't see apparently Scarlett Johansson was really good in that movie where she eats people's skin or something. So uh, under your skin, or I, under the skin. I don't. Okay. I, don't I heard know. it's really good. <laughs> so so um so we have to do a male one as well. Or mm, we'll do the male one next. Do you mind if oh, I oh, give? Oh, we're doing male. I didn't know. What, no, I didn't know what the I'm giving was. my. Th- my women now. Oh, okay. What so are your women? My women would be, um, let's see. I'm going to say number three, Olivia Munn. Mm-hmm. I just think she oh, is. Oh, yeah, she's really good. Beautiful. Uh, number two would be, uh, hmm, let's see. I'm going to say Gabrielle Union. Ooh, good uh, choice. Oh, the, my God. The ultimate she's like flawless. I know. I know. She's ultimate actually probably my number one. I can't. I'm just like, as I'm pulling these off the top of my head. Um, and, okay, so scratch that. Number two would be the chick from the Pussycat Dolls. Uh, Nicole Scherzer. Nicole Scherzer. Nicole Scherzer. Just gorgeous. And then number one would be Gabrielle Union. That's a good choice. I think she's just, just I, I've said it before. She's she's just a beautiful Barbie. She and she has, again, what I like. Uh, she has that thing of where she can, as an actress, do it all. She can. She's funny and she can be serious and you know. I've not seen her get the opportunity to really show her depth, depth, mm-hmm. depth yeah. as an actress. But when I've seen her on different things, in different roles where she's had to pull from, I can see that it's there. Mm-hmm. You know? do, do you know what I think the best thing she's ever been in? Well, I, well, too. I think she was, I, I loved her in Braid On. I thought that was, that was her big breakout hit, I think. Mm-hmm. But she was also amazing in Top 5. Which is Chris oh, Rock's yes. underrated yes. Uh, movie. So underrated. Oh, yeah, she was very yeah. good. And that's a yeah. very good movie. Yeah. And yeah. Chris Rock, Chris Rock I've, I've never really liked as an actor. I thought comedy, he's unparalleled. He's one of the greatest. Yeah. But Top 5, I thought, really stood apart. He Yeah, mm-hmm. Top 5 was was an amazing movie for him. And and it was great for Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union had a great scene in that where she's like a Kim Kardashian-esque reality star yeah and she's like this is she has this great scene where she's like this is all i've got i'm not i can't sing i can't i don't you know i'm not an actress or anything it's just so it was a yeah, great she is like i said gabrielle union everything i've seen her in whether or not i've actually liked the whole thing like if it was a movie or whatever i've always liked her performance yeah and i've always thought she does definitely strong. pops yeah definitely pops off screen yeah, yeah. 
So uh, do we want to do? Yeah. So yes, yeah, always. Go back to Matt, and we'll go back to Matt. You can call me Matt. <laughs> so the whiskey tangos are getting doomed. Yeah, the whiskey tangos. <laughs> they are good. Yes, that, that, that's what happens when we create a podcast revolves around drinking. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to do three guys because I was thinking about this. Ooh. That's the same format. Same <laughs> format. Uh, so I'm going to do um, Edris Alba is my third. Ooh, yeah. Right. Yeah. That voice? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, okay, okay. But which voice? Because he has... The, there's That's there's true. American accent with the wire. Edith this Elba. is true. This is... Yeah, that is yeah. true. Which he has a great voice. He in. does have really... Uh, it's his... Where, where is he from? What's England. His England. England. Yeah, it's his English. They just had a it's wedding It's English there. accent. They, they did? Yeah. Oh, interesting. What was his... Not him, but like the royal wedding is what I meant. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so you like... So you like... He was there. Luther Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah. I no, I like the wire eater so much. I know. <laughs> so you, but you like Luther. But he likes yes. Luther. Yeah. Uh, my okay. second one is Zac Efron because he could be. A, he is delightful. If he just puts on a, a wig, yeah. he could be blonde. He could be a, a girl, and he'd be. He's also super talented. Like, he's very funny, and he actually he is one a triple threat. He can sing and he can mm-hmm. dance. Um, and my number one is Ryan Reynolds. I think he. I can see that. I think he's like he's one of the funniest actors. I know, and I think as a, I follow him on Instagram too, and he's he's kind of like me as he is very self promotional, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like his 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 um, Instagram handle is Vanessy Van Van I can't remember, but it has Reynolds in it, <laughs> and I'm like that's what I would probably do is my my Instagram is Maddie Box if anyone wants to follow me there. So. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Why are you pausing? But yes, Ryan Reynolds is my number one. Okay. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I'm going to go three. I'm going to go three. Um, I think I'm also going to go with Idris Elba as my third. Uh, second, I think, would have to be uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Paul Rudd. Okay. Uh, Paul one. Rudd is is really great in just everything that you see. He is. And yeah, the first one, I think it's got to be uh, The Rock. Ooh. Yeah, Dwayne yeah. The Rock. If, if, if there's any actor in Hollywood that has as much goodwill as The Rock, like I, I remember reading this uh, story um, somewhere that the headline was just The Rock keeps making these weird, these terrible movies, but we still love him anyways. Oh, we go. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he did Rampage. And then he's now doing a movie called Skyscraper. Yeah, where he's like a para- paraplegic. He's a paraplegic, right? And uh, it's basically Die Hard. It's basically. T- but I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm game. I'll go see it. I'll probably. I'll go too. see The Rock. Right. And and even from like his wrestling days, when the wrestling, when I I was really into wrestling when uh, I was in high school during the heyday of The Rock and Stone Cold, and everybody at high school, I went to kind of like a rural-ish type of it's uh, high school. And everybody was into uh, Stone Cold, and I was just like, no, I'm taking The Rock, because <laughs> that guy's awesome. So, uh, yeah, I, I, it would have to be it would have to be The Rock. Oh, and I, I think, oh, let me, I'll tell this quick, quick story about uh, my friend, one of my coworkers uh, tweeted out, uh, retweeted The Rock, uh, saying, oh, Jumanji's coming out, X, y, like, at this point, and he said... Why are we doing all these? Re- the, my coworker said, "Why are we doing all these remakes? I don't understand. What are, what's wrong with us? Why are we doing this?" And so The Rock responds and says, "Hey, big guy, just wanted to let you know uh, that this is actually a new twist on it, 
and it's going to be a great nod to Robin Williams, and it's going to be a real fun movie. Also, who is this we that you're talking about? <laughs> and we in the office lost our shit. <laughs> we were just, I think one of my coworkers texted, oh, The Rock just took you to, like, just lay the smack down on your sorry jabroni ass. <laughs> so, uh, so he's also uh, great. So, yeah. All right. Your three. I'm actually perplexed by this. I don't I, know what your three this is. This is this is rough for me, but um, I think everyone's beautiful. But well, not everyone. No, not everybody. But <laughs> but you know, you say that for the uglies. Anyway, uh, no, seriously, everything. Everybody is pretty. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, my number three. Would be. Um, just because I mentioned him earlier, Chris Hemsworth. Yep. He's beautiful. Okay, now, now, uh, qu- go, yeah. qualifier, Chris Hemsworth is Thor, or just Chris Hemsworth, like, on the street? Chris Hemsworth in Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I yeah. didn't see that Ghostbusters. was, um, butter melting time. Okay. <laughs> He's, like, fit, but not, like, yep. super jacked. Okay. Like and he did the thing that I think I've told you before, but in that movie... Hey, did, did you see the new Ghostbusters? No, I did not. Oh I haven't God. seen it yet. So he plays a mimbo. Yeah, and, I, I heard and, that. I heard he's, so, like, the Janine, I think, right? So, yeah, well, he's... Yeah, he's the the, the receptionist. Yeah, the receptionist, which and was, I think, so Janine he's, like, original. you know, just playing big, pretty, and stupid, and... That always will hold a place in my heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty it, right? Pretty it. Hey, exactly. call back. That yeah. is a, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You are you are <laughs> working so go, go. hard every day to make your place. And I appreciate that. What, what is your number two? My number two is going to be um his name is Lewis Tan. He is. plays Shadowstar in the Deadpool oh. 2 movie. Okay. This man is beautiful um, and just just badass. Mm-hmm. So he's number two, and which makes number one my number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Momoa. Oh, I, yeah. you know, oh, all, you know, there until oh. someone comes and knocks him off. He was he was there as Cal Drogo, <laughs> and he's back as Aquaman, <laughs> and that man is just mm. gorgeous. I remember him from he had the tiniest part in the movie. Are we there yet? And I hadn't, I hadn't even planned to see the movie. Are we there yet? He starring Ice Cube, starring Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, okay. And he plays a worker in an Indian casino, and he has one scene where he's talking to like the daughter, and he's she asks him where something is, and he like does the classic bicep pose where he points (laughs) things out, and I was like. <laughs> but you really loved him in Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones, he was the pan ultimate of just everything. He, Cal Drogo he was died, it. Right, spoiler alert! But I'm actually like only in the second season of Game of Thrones, um, and uh, I thought he was a major character, and he just dies. Yeah, they that th- his death was the second because the. First was Ned Stark. First yeah, was that Ned was, Stark. That first was I'm the Ned Stark. Too. Where I Ned was Stark like, died this show. He died. 
nobody's safe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, that's my top three. Okay. Uh, so anyways, yeah, uh, that's, uh, you know, that was the segment, Matt. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I like Good job. It. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we can do real crushes next time. Oh. Real life crushes. Oh boy! We'll need to get a little tricks. too real there. <laughs> I have no one. You are <laughs> also married. I'm going to die. I mean, not current crushes, but not crushes. current crushes. No crushes we've had. What? So you want to put like real crushes, and you're going to list your real crushes? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get a hook so I can come back. Right? Does yeah, your wife know not this? It. <laughs> What's that? Does your wife know that this is your segment? Ah, she's not gonna listen. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She we need as many listen. listeners as we can. No, I'm saying before I was married. Like it could be like okay, five, so ten, before it could you be like were high married. School crushes, whatever. Okay, that's a bit weird. All right. Well, we're not whatever. gonna do that segment because that's right. a bit too weird. Well. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, I think it's good for what you're watching. Yeah, I think we're good to yeah. Wrap yeah. Things Why don't you bring us on into good old what you're watching? Oh Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> you said I had that locked and loaded. Uh, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna do one of your classic King <laughs> segues, you know what? I don't even care Hashtag because King I'm segues. so all the th- all the. Do you the, want me to start us off? Yeah, no, I am because all the things that you're saying right now, it doesn't matter because my mind is still reeling from the <laughs> shittiness that I saw. Uh, so I downloaded on my Xbox One uh, the um, uh, I know where he's going. New anime. <laughs> this is it's a Batman anime called Batman Ninja, and it's oh, where yeah, I saw that he goes to. It, it is awful. It is. Bad. I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, oh, maybe this is, like, going to be set in, like, you know, during the samurai era of Japan, and it's going to be, like, a different... It's like, oh, he's Batman, but he's not Batman from Gotham City so or it's something. The feudal era. Yeah, the feudal era of yeah. Japan. And, uh, and uh, but instead, they're like, no. So, Gorilla Grodd, which is this gorilla that's a dick and mind controls people, uh, sends the whole rogues gallery of Batman villains back in time and also Red Hood, a couple of Robins, and, like, Alfred, and also Catwoman. Um, And the Batmobile. And the Batmobile for some weird (laughs) reason. For some reason. And it is just, it was just awful. It was just, I thought it was a bad... Is it it subtitled, too? It's not subtitled. It's definitely, that wasn't the problem. Okay. Uh, It was just, it was just stupid and, like, just... It wasn't good. It's like they get hung up on this idea. Of, it's like they got hung up on, oh, wow, wouldn't it be cool if we make, like, you know, different, like, feudal era Japanese versions of, like, all of the rogues gallery and, like, the Joker and we had to have Batman in samurai armor and all this other shit. And it was like, no, this is dumb. This is just, this was a bad idea. I was watching it with him and 10 minutes in, I was like, I can't take any more of this. I think, yeah. I, it, I, was, it, it was so slow moving and so just bad. And I hate to just yeah. keep using that as the descriptor because, you know, if I were to say that the script was non-existent, like they were just making up shit as they were talking... I wouldn't be too far off. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like what we're doing at this podcast. Yeah, but this you is not your goddamn mouth. We are making gold. That's here. what like mo- mostly all podcasts are essentially. So, but 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 it's People funny because people feel like they are here with us but not 
being able to talk. Yeah. That is that is our audience. That's the perfect that is the audience. <laughs> sure. So anyway, and the hook will bring you back. You know why I know that? <laughs> because Blues Traveler told us. So. <laughs> please please rate and review the show on iTunes. <laughs> Subscribe and share. Yeah, so anyways, I, I do I do want to just get touch on this one last point at the end and then I'll I'll move on because the end was just a I don't know, a smorgasbord of just ridiculousness. And, like, at one point, they all have these different... So all the rogues gallery controls different areas of Japan, and they, at one point, have robots, so all their castles turn into robots, and they go to fight each other at some battlefield. Wait, so it becomes Transformers? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. It literally does. So, and then at one point, like, they defeat Gorilla Grood. Grod. Grod. And Grodd is like, oh, Batman, I'm going to help you out. Here's the flute that I use to, to uh, summon my monkey army. You can use them to help you. And so Batman's like, cool, okay. So Batman uses a flute to summon a bunch of monkeys. And they go battle the robots. I'm not, jo- I'm not joking. I know this you're is, not. And then, and then later on, so Batman, apparently in Japan at this era, there was a bat ninja clan. <laughs> and they all their uniforms actually look kind of cool yeah. uh, but they're a bat ninja clan and they're like oh Batman it looks like the monkey army's not doing well let's give you a monkey army <laughs> let's give you the power to summon all of the bats in Japan I guess so all the bats get summoned and they become like a giant sized Batman like like the but Batman made, of, in made of bats. Made of bats. <laughs> a Batman made of bats. Yes. An actual Batman. Yes. <laughs> like legitimately this actual is Batman. Horrible. This is so nuts. they go into a big fight with the Joker because the Joker transforms. Like it, he does a Voltron with like the other castles, <laughs> and they form one big robot castle, and then they fight the giant bat and it. Batman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just. It was. I am angry. How many? <laughs> yeah. How many star? Well, zero, zero, zero box stars. Not worth the watch. Negative thirty-five box stars. Whoa. I would have to agree with you. It Whoa. is, it it's is awful. garbage. Matt, what are you watching? Uh, I actually have a much uh, more positive review when Hooray. I'm watching. <laughs> You're really negative this episode. I guess so. <laughs> um, he misses Rob. He misses I, Rob. That's I it. Don't. <laughs> but I'm here. All right, go on, Matt. What's your dumb thing? So my dumb thing is uh, it's called Future Man on Hulu. I saw that. Have you seen it? Yeah. Um, I just came across it uh, yesterday. Actually, we got up early from work, so I was like, "Oh, this looks this looks new and interesting." So Future Man is basically it stars um, Josh Hutcherson, who is PETA in the Hungry Games, mm-hmm. um, and it's got Eliza Coop, who is on Happy Endings, which is uh, one of the best shows <laughs> ever on TV. I love that show. I love that show, <laughs> and she plays such a different character. She plays kind of a badass. So uh, the, the 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 basic story is this janitor who's kind of a loser is a big video game guy. He's playing this game that no one really likes, but it's very hard, and he finally beats it. And the two main characters come to life, and they think he's this future man, which is what his gaming uh, name yeah, is. It's kind of like a last Starfighter kind of right. uh, similar situation where he beats the game, and that 
tells that he is the future man. Right. That he's the guy that he's the answer to all their prayers. Um, so he, they're trying to recruit him to go into the past to kill someone. It's all based around the scientist who is trying to create a cure for herpes. <laughs> and that's basically it. And I'm only about four or five episodes in, but it's very funny. It's uh, produced and directed, I think written by Seth Rogen right. and his writing, writing partner. And it's uh, even Goldberg, Evan it, Goldberg, Evan Goldberg. And it's got a lot of cameos from like comedy people from like Paul Shear, Haley, um, Haley Joel Osmond's in it. And um, Jr. Glenn Headley. Yes. Yeah. Glenn Headley. I think it's her last, I think it her, was her, yeah, her last, last, um, her job. And yeah. And it's also, I really like it's action and it's comedic, but it's only 30 minutes long. So you don't have like each Most episode. Most sitcoms are. Long. Yeah, but it's not a sitcom. Oh. It's a series. Most comedies series. are, though. But True. Uh, it's not a super comedic. It's more action-based. Okay. Well, fun um, fact, it, it, it uh, got a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Oh, well, that makes it okay. 89% audience score. Well, oh. the audience doesn't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. You're very smart. You're Except great. for the audience here. You guys know a lot. Right and subscribe. Five stars here. Yeah. <laughs> We're also on Google. Uh, <laughs> and it's also got a little back to the future. Like, I think it's very, um, like the, the times where things change in the reality, there's like the, do, 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 do. Here and Back to the Future. I, I don't do it justice, but uh, there's a lot of reference to that. And I think I and saw a new, uh, a nudie scene with Josh, uh, Hutchison. Oh, I have not gotten to that part oh, yet. Sorry, spoiler. It's spoiler alert. I thought you had finished it. No, I'm only about five episodes in. Oh, okay. No, um, it's, it's super funny and super good. And I, like, binged it just, like you said, because the episodes are short, mm -hmm. I just got right through it. And um, everybody is fantastic. Uh, Keith Great David. Cat. Keith David plays the... Uh, the herpes scientist. The scientist. He's got this huge herpes on him. <laughs> and they took a very... I mean, like, the, this is one of the things that um, uh, time travel stories, for me, it it's always a kind of... Uh, you never know what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. And it's a hard thing to do. But when you pick a... Um, an interesting kind of hook or, or just the, you know, sticking to one kind of thing. Like the scientist is trying to cure herpes. And if they stop him for curing herpes, they'll succeed. Right. But they need to make it in a way and just the back and forth. And they handle this really well. Um, that it's, it's just funny and interesting and moves really well. Cool. I totally agree. So do you have a time travel show for us, Patrick? Because I had one and Matt had one, so... I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I, don't. I have a mermaid story. <laughs> um, oh, God. What I'm watching, or what I watched, watching, watched, I don't know if it's done or if it's coming back, is Sirens, or oh. Siren. Singular, okay. Um, which is the story of Bristol Cove, and they it's this um, seashore uh, fishing town, and they catch a mermaid, and then uh, her sister comes to town to save her, and it is bad. It's so why do you keep watching it? Because it's interesting enough. Mm, okay. 
And it has one of my rules about a TV show that I've explained to Robert many times. Oh, God. No, good-looking people. (laughs) The cast is incredibly good-looking. And um, to the point of the lead girl who plays the main mermaid, uh, her name's like, I think it's Elaine, but it's spelled Elaine Powell, and she doesn't look real okay. like she has these super high cheekbones and these really full lips and these big alien eyes and i would really like to know if she's just had like a shit ton of plastic surgery or if she actually looks like so you don't think real. it's cgi or anything no 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 i mean I'm, I'm looking at a picture of her now online and she's got these features and i want to know if it's plastic surgery or if she just Looks like this. Um, because Cover she's, right into the podcast. She, exactly. <laughs> Eline or tell Elaine us. Powell. Tell us your secrets. Uh, but no, everybody on the show is pretty damn good looking. And it's, you know, I like stories like the fantastical stories mm-hmm. of like mermaids and wizards and werewolves and vampires. So it gives me enough of that and it gives me enough of uh, attractive people to watch that I keep tuning in. So if I were giving, I can't give it for, I can't go with the four out of five scale. I'm going to go for the one to 10 scale. Mm-hmm. I'll stick with box stars since we've Thank you. Done you don't that. have to. And we no, got on that track. You got it. Um, yes. And I would give it like a seven. <laughs> Okay. Like enough. That's like a C. It's a C. It's yeah. a strong C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> the I want to see that what frustrates me the most about this show is that the writing is lazy, mm. and you've. I think they've got, and and this is what keeps me tuning in. I think they've got a strong premise, and I f- like the people they have in. The parts are they the best actors? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but what keeps happening is they keep making choices no one in their right mind would make, <laughs> and that's frustrating to me. And so I call that lazy writing. I was like, You're not writing for people, you're writing idiots. <laughs> and these people would not survive the type of dangers that happen. So get better at that. Uh, I don't know how far the show is going to go, but if it continues, work on that. Oh, yep. And maybe you'll bring that C up to a B minus. <laughs> okay. hey, C is passing, okay? So that's okay. Oh, I think that's going to bring us around to final thoughts, yep. guys. This has Ooh, been final fun. Thoughts. I yeah, mean, fun. It, the time has flown by and the drinks sure. have gone down. <laughs> um, Robert, final thoughts? Don't use emojis. <laughs> that's stick, it. Sticking with that. Yeah, I no. am. Why not? Matt, do you have a final uh, thought? My final thoughts is use emojis. I say if you want to use them, go for it. Also, also use hashtags. <laughs> That's what I say. Well, Robert, you know, Robert wouldn't be Robert if he didn't hate everything. <laughs> I don't hate everything. <laughs> I just hate dumb things. Do you like me? 
Mm. <laughs> jury is out. <laughs> hey, the jury's still out. So I got tune I got, in. Tune in to next to the next episode to see. see. Telling me there's a chance. No, yeah. no, there's not a chance. I hate you. You just ah, literally invited him <laughs> back to the next episode. Well, we don't have to have him back. I can just say it, and then he'll find out when he listens to the episode. And my final thought is, you know, life throws you curves, and sometimes when uh, things don't go as they're naturally supposed to go. You get a sweet kind of new road to look at, and it can always turn out either bad or good, but most sometimes, and this time, it turned out wonderful. Thanks, Matt, for filling in of for course. our missing Rob. We'll see Rob on the next episode. This is the Clink Tank, everybody. No disclaimer this time. Yeah, we'll see you next time.